Are you ready, Rod? I'm ready. Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. As you know, if you are a long-time listener, first-time caller in this podcast, we like to take big, giant, juicy, meaty topics and break them down into teeny tiny little bite-sized chunks, uh, all in an effort to really help ourselves and hopefully help some of you through the process of change. We're obsessed with change. We love it. We talk about it all the time. Uh, And so this week's big, juicy, meaty topic is all around the fear of success. So we talk a lot on this podcast, we've talked a lot about, you know, fear of failure and perfectionism and what that does. But I think there's an angle here about fear of success that sometimes comes into play and stops us from making change. Mm -hmm. My friend Rod, what do you want to add into the mix this morning? Yeah, the the fear of success, it seems to exist on a more subconscious level and it's like Mm. sometimes it's only it comes up when you know whatever you might be working through or struggling with and you think am I afraid of actually this working out Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. whether there's procrastination or just general like angst about something um and we you know fear is something we've talked about before I think it relates to some of our previous conversations and it's good to, to dive into. And you've done some research, right? Because, oh, you know, my. You're, you're like, you're <laughs> in depth, based, using the Googles, you know, using the Googles. Do you remember when uh, <laughs> it's always fun to like date? you know, age ourselves here. You remember you'd go to the library and you'd have to, oh, you'd have yes. to have one book, which was like the index and you'd see topics and then it would give you a Dewey Decimal number. 100%. And then you oh. go to the card catalog. I That's wonder I was if doing our lives ever... I was like in-depth. <laughs> you were at the Metro Reference Library. Is That's that right. where you were? Did you ever go there and you need to get your studies done? Oh, yeah. Well, I, w- yeah. Actually, I uh, yes, I was a library guy. For sure. I so love the library. that level of dedication, they may have been locked down. So I, you know, you might doubt the truth of my statement. <laughs> the veracity but... of our former statement. <laughs> so yes, there. But there is. A, I I did actually do a little because I was like, this is a concept that I think anybody would say, yeah, I've heard of that before. But there's not like what you know, if we dive into it a little bit, uh, what can we say about it? So I think it's good always is talk about, let's define our terms. In this yes. case, um, maybe it was divine when we say success. So fear of success, but I mean, the default I think is people would be like, oh, it's fear of making loads of money or fear of, mm. I don't know, uh, having great relationships. I think it's being prob- great at my job. Yeah. Right. And I perhaps it's also a fear of having multiple things going well, meaning like yes, going well with work plus vibrant relationships plus time for myself because in the competition of time we usually think oh well we you know we sacrifice vibrant friend relationships because we're working really hard. Or, you know, or vice versa. 
Yeah, and I think that there is a, I, I, to me, success is about, for me personally, and maybe this is it, I feel like success is a very personal thing. And it's really how I define it for myself. And sometimes, as you say, I love that you call it vibrant uh, friendship relationships. That's so awesome. But sometimes it it's, it's my energy is focused at that. And that is a part of my overall like life success is mm-hmm. that I have these relationships. It's that I, um, you know, I'm having success on the cello where I'm playing a piece that I'm in love with. And, uh, you know, I, I can feel myself progressing in it. I think that there are a lot of things that contribute to a sense of overall success. And to me, the overall part is happiness. Mm-hmm. Like I like that. That to me is the ultimate definition for my life of success is yes. am I living a happy life? Am I more often than not living in a place of happiness, even if crappy things happen, you know, because right. they happen um, that happiness and light is winning, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I think for every person it is maybe a little bit different. Yes, it is. And I, I think, um, well, do you have a, should we either, should we talk story of an example or maybe get, yeah, do you want to share a story and then I'll maybe talk a little bit about what the in-depth research yeah, Revealed? yeah. So I have like I have so many stories around fear of success. <laughs> I feel like we may need extended time. So I'm just gonna pick one. I'm gonna okay. pick one. So one of the things I'm trying to, um, and I've talked about it pretty openly on this podcast before. One of the things I'm trying to change right now is goals around my weight, and sort mm-hmm. of feeling like I'm at a healthy weight, and and you know I'm doing right by my body. I'm at an aging stage in my life now where I just don't want any more taxing on my organs and systems and and knees and joints and all the things then needs to be there right and so as I was starting this journey again and and uh, I decided to use like a different system than I've used before because I've done them all I was I was feeling really sad and and I couldn't I couldn't I felt like oh I felt like I was feeling like a failure for signing for needing mm. to sign up again and so I was feel I was ascribing it to that and then I was talking to a really good friend um, who's an awesome human being, who said to me, um, Leslie, do you feel like, like, are you going to miss the weight? Are you going to miss uh, the mm-hmm. function that that weight, um, like what it did for you, what it has mm-hmm. done for you? Is there a part of you, are you feeling sad about losing the weight? And I was like, what the witch? That yeah. is crazy. And that is it was actually a fear of losing the weight and a, so therefore a fear of being successful yeah. in the program that I've started now. And it was such an interesting awakening. And I can tell you, like, what, you know, as we get yeah. into it, I'll, I'll tell you guys what I did to, um, to get over it as, uh, because I feel like I have to yeah. as best I can right now. Nothing is perfect, but as best I can right now. But it really, that never would have occurred to me in this context. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if a lot of, for a lot of people, that is a part of what causes the yo-yo dieting, right? The up and down, the gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight game. Yeah. Uh, that so many people are often on, you know? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So that was, that's like a big one. That, yeah. that, that was... That's like a, and a very recent, like literally yeah. in the last 
two months example of, uh, of, of being afraid, even though I want something, like I really want something, simultaneously yeah. being afraid of attaining it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, okay. So then here's a, a, a little bit of, um, so breaking down what is the fear of success. So one of the, the things is, start with the word fear. We've talked about fight or flight, the reaction that yep. our, we have, our minds have. And it's, it's based on the, like our, our minds, our body is set up to protect ourselves from danger. Right. One of the dangers is the unknown. It's the, it's the mm-hmm. uncertainty, the C mm-hmm. in the scarf model. The, um, and so when something is unknown, it is a potential threat. Like as, as weird as it might sound, if we're in a tough situation or difficult work scenario or difficult relationship scenario, we know it. It's the devil we know. Mm-hmm. And we know how to survive it. And so, right. but if another spot, like another whatever, we don't know it. So it's, it's this, and it. Even if we know that thing on paper is healthier, better in quotation marks, uh, more aligned with our values, more aligned with how we want to live in our lives, yeah. more aligned with happiness, all the things. As yeah. humans, we will stick with the literal devil that we know. Right. Because we don't. Spoiler we don't, alert. <laughs> because you don't know what it's like though to do that month after month you don't know if you um you can do it what it's like to do it what it feels Mm -hmm. like what the you know how that plays out and so this all operates at this subconscious level your mind is right again tuned into protecting you from potential dangers unknown is a danger um, and so it triggers that uh, avoidance of this situation. And so, I honestly think this. Oh, you go, you go, you no, go. Well, I, I was going to say so. You go. And then I'll say. So then the the question is: Is how do you become take whatever it is that you want to move towards the success? How do you know it if you haven't done it yet? This chicken mm-hmm. and egg. Like what comes first? You can't see that uh you know be more familiar with something that you've never done before you can't move right. into something you've never done before because you're have an avoidance to it right so for me in this instance and i know you've got some awesome ideas as well but in for me in this instance i literally um let myself mourn letting go like i pretended i was mm. saying goodbye to an old friend and I, um, I like, I, I just felt that sadness. I let myself feel that sadness of letting go of, even though I want it to change, like we keep saying in this episode, uh, I really had to let myself mourn and feel sad and say goodbye and do like a little ritual around it um, mm. of rubbing my belly like a Buddha um, <laughs> in order to in order to give myself permission to to really move into this change in a different way than I have before. Wow, Leslie, you yeah. are. Did you know you were also in this episode, folks? We are sharing the change management expertise and knowledge techniques <laughs> in real life. Because isn't that isn't that like the bridges transition theory? You know, you need oh, to yeah, mark your transition is. out of. Yeah. Look 
at me. Yeah. Living it. Living it. <laughs> you know what? It just, it, it intuitively felt right. Like it just, into once I realized that that was the barrier, it just, some of this stuff in change management, I think the reason I love it so much is that it makes such intuitive sense. And mm-hmm. if we just sort of stop and listen for a minute and, you know, give ourselves time to reflect and pause and take a breath, these things come to us. You know, I needed the prompt from my friend, no doubt. Like it was my yeah. friend asking me that question and he treaded so carefully, right? Because I feel for guys and I even, as I'm sharing this example, I'm like, poor Rod having to talk yeah. about weight stuff because for dudes, I know it's like touchy. And it was a guy who asked me that and he was so sensitive and caring wow. about it. So I want you to know that, yeah, you like, honestly, weigh in um, on it, Rod. Like you're not going to hurt my feelings because like this is, I think, such an example, um, like it's an e- it's an easy example, I think, to to yeah. work through. So it yeah. was honestly a friend, a, a male friend, who prompted me with that question. Wow! And really started all this goodness happening. Yeah, yay allies! Yeah. Mhm. 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 Wow. Sorry, I just got distracted. A big hawk or eagle is very active outside. I love oh, wow. the big birds. Oh wow! Yeah. I uh, I am le- I moved into my chill office because in my living room right now I am flipping between um, Euro soccer and uh, <laughs> and oh, tennis and tennis. so okay. I had to completely change my my venue because I had the same problem <laughs> for the first part of our chat friends Rod just kept hearing me go oh ah no yeah so okay let me so, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's take let's take a uh, a page from the world of sports <laughs> and sports psychology Ooh. is. Uh, visualization. So how do you, the question is, mm. how, how can you, uh, what can you do about uh, where you've never done something before or had this success? You've never had like, I'm doing really well at work. I feel fully engaged and I have time for myself and I have yeah. time for my friends. What does that look like? Well, one of the techniques is visualization, which is, I think, um, something that I learned through sports and, and maybe people have heard of this before and, and, uh, like Olympic at the Olympics are coming up and that's what they, they train athletes on is to visualize themselves performing in the way that they have in practice, but in the, this, the stress of the competition in the real life. Yeah. Yeah. And so tennis, that's what they would, I remember the, the coach would be, it's, it's all, it's like the mental game of tennis is you have to visualize your, your serve going in, yeah. Uh, um, before you do it, and then that just helps connect the dots. There's something powerful about um, where if you don't actually do it, but if you you picture it in your mind, it's it's showing this to yourself. In a, well, in and a you real can way. tell. Like I, yeah, I, I watch. I mean, I tennis is one of the only sports I watch, and you can tell when someone has mentally lost the game. Like when that has turned off for them, you can yeah. 100% see how it impacts their play. Yeah. So I, I, I really, not having heard that before, Rod, I really, I can see that and feel that being true. Yeah. And I think it extrapolates to all other, you know, if you're on stage at a, you know, giving a performance or you're in a meeting and you're trying to get the words out that you've been practicing and you really want to have your voice heard at a table and... You know, mm-hmm. that, that idea of visualization works in so many other settings, too. Yeah. Yes. 
It is very powerful. I um, I use it as it in sports. I, my my one time a year I play golf. I I will use it or, but I've never used it in a like in a work scenario or in a other scenario. Actually, as I come have. to think of it, I should take my own advice. <laughs> starting today, Rod. That's all we ever. That's, that's right. all we ever say. Everything is just starting today. Oh, that's another good alternate name for a podcast. Starting today. Ooh. <laughs> so the um um. So the other thing to do is, you know, we've talked about affirmations before because I love the, this was so this, the podcast, the replay one we did two weeks ago, our episode six was um, every day and every way I'm getting better and better. And this was the, right. the self-affirmation, which, by the way, I, it's, when you're really down and kind of bummed out, those self-positive affirmations do work. It helps kind of yeah. switch your yeah. focus from negative thoughts to like not negative thoughts. But the, you know, the, the whole line of thinking, if you say, I, I'm going to have a mil, I have a million dollars. I have a million dollars. I have, a million. I, you know, I'm super rich. I'm super rich. It, it doesn't really work to then you become super rich just because you're saying that to yourself. Right. And the disconnect is, or if you say, I'm very successful, I'm very successful. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. You're, you have an underlying belief about something and that overrides whatever self-affirmation you say. Your self-affirmations have, can't really change that underlying belief um, if it's really strong and fixed. So, for example, you know, yeah. somebody says to you, oh, what a great job. Oh, you're, you're so good at what you do, Leslie. <laughs> and, and if you think, if you have like doubt of that, you think the person's just saying it. Right. Versus, oh, if the person is saying I'm doing I'm so great, then I will change my underlying belief of thinking that. It's a, it's a really So so how do you get around that? You can't if you can't just do the I'm successful, I'm successful. Yeah. The way is and I was like, I love this advice when I was taking it in. It's ask it and put it in the form of a question. That's because you're the master. You're like the Jedi master of questions. That's oh well, maybe because me, yeah, I'm I'm like looking any example where I can see a question. You know, hey, there's value of questions. I'm attracted. Yeah, to it. no, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. So give us give us an example. Give us an example of of that and how it like how would that manifest in real life? Because okay. if you so, think about it, that's what my friend did with me. He asked me a question. Uh, he didn't tell me anything. Yeah. So the, the, right? power, the power of the question is that it's really hard not to try to answer it, <laughs> right? Like, so here's the thing. If, if you're like, uh, my affirmation so is, I'm, I'm afraid of, you know, I, um, there's always, always in these scenarios, there's a work combination. Let me take something different here. It's like, I, um, I've, I've got, a couple of people I've in, in my friend network and we're really in, enjoying our time together. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm also, I want to be able to have time for myself. It's like this, mm. t- you know, time seems to be the constraint here and it's, and then work. There's a, I have an opportunity of, of a promotion. 
like there's no I I'm I, there's no way I can do that. That's just going to be too much for me to manage. Right. Uh, so the affirmation would say is, I'm going to be I'll be successful managing my time. I'll be successful managing my time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Say, what's stopping stopping me right. from being successful? Or uh, here's a question I'd like is like, what does it look like for it to be? What what do I need to do? So it can be successful. Yeah. Whatever the question is, and then you're it's kind of you're challenging yourself to think, or the person to think about it. And so that's the way to to because then your your mind starts working and starts picturing what could that be. I love it, and and a question that someone has in my life has asked me before as well is why shouldn't you have that. Yeah, because sometimes I think the fear of success comes from a I don't deserve it place. Yeah, and so if your fear of success comes from an I don't deserve it, I don't deserve happiness, I don't deserve wellness, da 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 da, whatever it is, um, then you know the question of why why not you? Yeah, why shouldn't you get it? Why not you? Oh, I, is, I like... has been really helpful for yeah. me too. I like that actually. I like that's I like that question because then it 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 uncovers maybe you didn't realize that you thought it's oh it's because I don't think I deserve it yeah and yeah. then you can ask the and next I, question like you did is well why not right 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 and I think you know certainly the way I was raised I think you in a similar family you do, you don't you don't family structure you don't you know there's not a lot of accolades there's not a lot of um, and so you're a little bit suspicious and maybe I think that's where my I don't deserve it brain was born. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it takes a while to overcome that and override it. Like there's some deeply ingrained patterning in us um, where we don't want to stand out necessarily that I think yeah. starts maybe in high school and, uh, and, and carries on. Like we're, we're kind of programmed to not want to stand out. And in high school, you don't even have a fully formed prefrontal cortex and yet yeah. you're building all these behaviors around. I just want to blend in. I don't want to stand out and success will put you squarely in the center of people's view, no matter what, how you've defined that success, people are yeah. going to look at you and it's going to maybe set you apart a little bit. And so if that's a part of it, I think it's important to dig into, into that. Why? Yeah. Why not you? Yeah. Should someone else have it and you don't have it? You know, right. like questions like that for me have been really, really helpful. Uh, mm. But this one is a is a huge. I think I'm going to be on a lifelong lifelong journey with fear of success. Like yeah. I, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think this is one where you can sort of look at a model and be like, okay, I'm done. I'm good. Whoop whoop. I got yeah. my rain model in my back pocket. I got my scarf going on, and I'm good. Like this right. to me feels like a a lifelong work. Yeah, I don't know. Do you feel that way about it? I I do, and and I do because much as you know, the the examples that we give are sometimes like it's the the big obvious examples where these we're having mm-hmm. this conscious conversation. But it's I think much of it actually happens in a subtleish way. It's like you could be doing yeah. something like cello playing. Maybe yep. you're you're getting into the groove and you're playing and you you and then you connect with another musician who's who's good too and and you're feeling good about the stuff and then somebody says like hey would you like to, we could perform at this church or I don't know 
Yeah. And then it's just whether you feel it, 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 how you react to that. You can be like, sure, okay, whatever, you know, or we'll do it once and, and not pursue it farther it, because you just don't like this is a different definition of success. Like, how we, de- what is success is kind of the question mark here, but it's, it's you just don't follow the opportunity that emerges based on something you're really good at and something that you might actually really enjoy because you might feel like, Oh, I don't know if I can, you know, I don't know if I'm really that good. Great point. Yeah. 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 Where success isn't. And I so relate to this because I've done some performances where it's been great. And I've done some performances where I thought to myself, I should never do this again. But you're right that that there is a subtle, um, there's, I'm even going to say, maybe this is too strong, but I'm going to say it this way. There's a subtle cruelty to the fear of success that maybe Mm. sometimes stops us from doing things that would really fulfill our hearts in a different way. And where if you define success as I just got my, took us on stage and played a piece from beginning to end, we started together and ended together, which is my current uh, measure of success. If I'm playing chamber music with people, start together, end together uh, is the, is, is the magic. Um, Cause it has happened where that hasn't happened. So, you know, you got to set the bar where you can achieve it. Um, but, you know, there is a subtle cruelty that would stop me from doing that when I love being on stage and performing. Mm-hmm. But there is that critic inside my head who sometimes will say, oh, I don't know if you should. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Right. It's that, uh, it's that evil critic. Yeah. I feel like we need to do an episode after this on the critic. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> The little voice. You know, because I feel like, yeah, that little gremlin, that little critical. Yeah. I think we've talked about it sort of peripherally and in, 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 like in relation to other subjects. But this one, I feel like, is a bit of yeah. a sister idea to fear of success, yeah. that gremlin. Totally. I always remember the little devil on the shoulder from cartoons. And I thought yes. for the longest time that, like, whoever was the writer of those cartoons, like... What, how insightful were they to to think about this? Yes, I didn't. Of course, as a, I didn't know that it's just a common thing that people had. I was like, wow, this person knows. But <laughs> but that's the power of cartoons, right? Is that right? Right? There is a universality. There is a connectedness <laughs> to all of it, right? Yeah. But I, don't you love looking back at things like that from when you were a kid and you thought it was so magical and insightful and you're like, oh, look at little me learning stuff. I look know. at little me <laughs> learning psychological ideas and such. That's right. So cute. So I, I th- well, this is... Yeah, go, go. No, I and I know where we've got a couple of minutes left, but maybe there's a few... You know how sometimes in our conversations we realize things as we're talking. So let me maybe share, yes. I'll share a few. One is... I think it, it, the the complicatedness of this, like take the performance, the musical performance, is that you could do it, but be so stressed as you're doing it because you're you're internally battling this, you know, fear of how you're going to do and worrying yeah. about all that other stuff. That is actually, it's not a great experience, and that yeah. and I because I think so many people say this, like, oh, I don't want to do that again because it was so right the, in that moment it was so traumatic stressful. and yeah. yes. And you don't focus on the, but 
actually the fulfillment if i you get through that the fulfillment of performing and the self-achievement would be a great thing to have mm-hmm. this is just this is just a first step and and it it won't always be like this like so that i think one we we focus on that first negative experiences and convince ourselves not to do something again because of that and then i think you're right yeah and then i think the other thing i'm realizing is how we define like success is probably the right term but it's because it's so you know it's you know picture the the person it's like why i'm not i'm no i'm not on facebook or other things i don't follow people because i just didn't like to see how awesome their yes. lives are so in Pretend that case awesome but yes, yeah but yes. that's success right like Oh, yeah, look, yeah, yeah, every yeah, week yeah, yeah. they're going visiting someplace and they're doing this and they look great clothes, great stuff. So beca- success is really, it's not a, there's no true statements around what that success is. So don't strive. Mm-hmm. When we're saying for your success, like it's not about striving for what you feel based on images of others. That's, that 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 is success. So I think it's this fine, maybe no perfect answer of when we're saying fear of success and what you should strive for is like, it's, it's always unique to the individual. I don't know. Like, do would you yeah. have any thoughts to end with on how to think about what are the things that it's worth going through this process of visualizing and asking why you couldn't have it? Like what's a, well, maybe, yeah. maybe the super, maybe our, uh, the, the, the Jedi master of questions. Like, I feel like this is where questions are play such a critical role as well. Cause I think you're right. The first step is what does success look like for me? When mm-hmm. I say that word, what do I see? What do I imagine? What do I dream about when my mind can wander and is not on work and kids and all the things? Like, mm-hmm. where does my mind go? So maybe the very first step in this is really figuring out what success looks like for you as an individual. And mm-hmm. then you can start to say, to ask yourself what fears you might have in relation to that thing you know but yeah. I, I do think you're right i think the the very first part of this and i also agree that by in most ways if this is an intrinsic measure um you'll be one will be happier than if it's yeah. i want to keep up with the kardashians or whatever it is you know what i yeah. mean i i wish i had a pool like theirs hair like theirs a body yeah. like theirs shoes like theirs like whatever it is whatever it is yeah. I, I i don't for me it's never anytime i sort of gear myself towards wishing i had something that someone else has it's mm-hmm. not usually put me on the happy path so the happy path for me i've always found is when i'm thinking about just me as a person mm-hmm. and what's going to make me happy you yeah know? yeah i think you're right i think it is hap- it's a tricky happiness one, especially is the is the measure and then just realizing obviously to don't get distracted by money equals happiness or Right. material stuff equals happiness or right other people's measures but yeah right like money is nice because it lets you you know live in a nice place and all those things but it's it's not a it's not happiness by any stretch 
Yeah. Otherwise, there wouldn't be smile. I mean, there's so many um, documentaries around people who live in some of the poorest places in the globe are the happiest. Right. And so, you know, yeah, I think it's good to take money out of that equation. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. For sure. Well, this has been a juicy one. I kind of knew it would be. We were kind of, we've, we've toyed with this topic a few times and deprioritized it, but I'm kind (laughs) of glad we talked about it today. Me too. I'm kind of excited. Me too. All right, friends. Thank you so much for listening today, Rod. Always a pleasure to chat with you, my friend. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Thanks everyone. Bye.